Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Bridge Podcast. I'm glad that you could join us. This is episode 31, and we're actually going to be talking about entertaining your kids. We're not going to entertain your kids. Nope. And the question is, should you be entertaining them either? Uh, the podcast is actually sponsored by Boardwalk Plaza Hotel, Victoria's Restaurant. They are in Rehoboth, and now with summertime being here... That means beach time, and mm-hmm. so be sure to make the most of it. You can head to Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant in Rehoboth Beach. It's a great landmark when you're on the yeah. beach. You can see it up and down the entire beach. Uh, it's a beautiful place. You can check out um, everything about that wonderful restaurant and hotel at BoardwalkPlaza.com. Now, we were all we were all three qualified to talk about this subject because we were kids. We were. At one time. We were kids, yeah. yeah. Some of us still are. It, it, no, which, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we, we had times where we would we would have, uh, I'm sure, lots of activities. I remember I used to have buddies come over and play Nintendo mm-hmm. back when Nintendo was the thing. Um, we had 4-H projects to be working on all summer long. Mm-hmm. Mark, what were you into as a kid? So we lived in the woods. Yeah. Um, we, we, I grew up in a, in a cul-de-sac kind of area, but then when I was eight years old, we moved to a house in the middle of the woods. And so I had to get creative. I had to do all I'll sorts bet. of things. I was playing in the woods. And, um, at one point I had a dull machete that my dad let me play around with. Right. I just chopped small trees down and pretend I was a samurai. Nice. It was a good childhood. That does sound pretty good. Ben, might explain a lot too. Give your kids too. some machetes and let them go to town. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Podcast over. Yeah. <laughs> Best recommendation ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I lived out in the country, and, you know, my mom was a teacher, so Mm. you did not say, I'm bored. (laughs) Mm. Because if you are bored, then you get to do some chores and then decide which you would rather be. (laughs) You got time to lean, you got time to clean. There you go. There you go, right, yeah. There you go. (laughs) Well, and then, of course, we've all heard that saying, um, you know, idle hands are the devil's plaything, or an idle mind is the devil's playground, that type of uh, phrase. Uh, but, you know, it, it, the reality is that there are going to be times where uh, you yourself as an adult you might feel bored. Um, mm-hmm. The book you're reading no longer seems satisfying. The binge watching you're doing on Netflix is uh, it just, you see the hours adding up and you realize it's a waste of your time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or, or whatever you might be working on, or there might not be friends available to get together mm-hmm. on a particular evening or weekend. And so there you are stranded on your own, trying to figure out what to do with yourself. Um, so we've all got to face this struggle of, of boredom versus entertainment. And um, I know, I don't know about you, Ben, but are, are your kids... Are they scheduled every minute, like school year, summer? Have you got them overwhelmed with scheduling? Are they into every little thing, or have you got that kind of spaced out? So, no, no. I have not been one that likes to be overscheduled. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm actually, I try to be an organized person, but I think as far as kids, you can can schedule too much um, focused time for them where they don't even get to sort of be kids, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, you know, I, I think back to my mom and dad were like, it's a nice day, go outside. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, and do what? And they're like, I don't know, think of something, <laughs> you know? And I look back at some of those are the memories that I can still recall to this day. Right. You know, like, oh, I found out I could not ride my bike on a homemade <laughs> ramp, you know? Or <laughs> I, I found well, out my brother couldn't. That's the better. <laughs> One of my friends, uh, he told me that his mom 
would send him out of the house and say, I don't want to see you yes. until until the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. Yep. You cannot come back in this house. Yep. Yep. Go go make friends, find friends, go do something. Mm-hmm. Yep. If it was a cleaning day, uh, my, my stepmom would actually say, you kids go outside and play or you're helping me clean. Mm. And that... Instantly, we knew what we were doing. So <laughs> we're playing. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing. Um, you can overschedule your kids, right? Mm-hmm. You can say, "Well, this is your ret- regimented schedule. These are the activities that you're going to be involved in. These are the things that you're going to get done today, um, or this week, or over the summer break." But you're right; it does not give them the opportunity to explore yeah. what may, you know, give them excitement or a thrill or a passion. Um, Mark, you're a drummer. Mm-hmm. And when did you first discover that you liked drumming? Uh, so I was in middle school. It was kind of later on in life. Uh-huh. Um, but once I found that passion, once I found that thing, uh, you couldn't get me away from it. It right. was you know, an hour a day you know, by choice. Right. I was behind right. that drum kit. Uh, my parents wish that I had fallen in love with a quieter instrument. <laughs> Piccolo. For sure. <laughs> my mom actually learned how she, she eventually could fall asleep while I was playing drums. Oh my drums. gosh, no kidding. And her bedroom was underneath my bedroom. Oh. Wow. Like, I That's don't know a how. Gift. It's a uh, gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you, you've certainly, you use that, you've got a band that you're participating in, that you're mm-hmm. leading, and then you've got a band, I'm sure you play for worship uh, at church. Yeah. And then you're constantly, like still now, playing the drum all the time. Yeah. Being creative in moments where you could just be sitting and twiddling your thumbs out of quote unquote boredom. Absolutely. I mean, this is kind of I'm kind of a conspiracy guy on, on the light end. Okay. But with with kids having so much access to video games and and Netflix shows and whatnot, we've actually removed a lot of the creativity from right. their lives. Whereas you give a kid a pile of Legos and it's a castle. It's a car. Yes, it's yeah. uh, a barber shop. Mm-hmm. That, that's a neat kid right there. If he makes, <laughs> if he makes a barber shop. <laughs> but, but this is an apothecary. <laughs> <laughs> what are you making there, Junior? Huh? But, kids, but kids definitely need opportunities uh, to cre- to put their personality into what it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. The you know I I I'm serious. I had a, a dull machete that I would run around mm-hmm. the woods with. Um, to one kid, they're a jungle explorer. To another kid, they're a samurai. Or yep. Or another kid just likes to break things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's better to break things outside than inside. Absolutely, absolutely. I I agree with you on that idea that you know we've got all these. Um, sometimes I like to say that I would much rather create than consume. I mm-hmm. find these cycles in myself where I'm like I said, you know, you get stuck on binge watching a series or you get stuck reading rather than uh, you know, creating. Um and I find a lot more fulfillment in creating. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a lot more fun. Some of the stuff looks terrible or is no good. <laughs> but whatever, you're yeah. just having fun, you're being creative, you know. Um so a lot of times I like to try and encourage my kids to be creative rather than consume. So mm-hmm. you're you're hitting the nail on the head there. At least you're resonating with me. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like the difference between being passive and active. You know, mm-hmm. you're just sitting there and whatever comes in, comes in. And, you know, or you are being proactive, trying to get something done, you know, if it's creative. Yeah, I agree with that. So then there are a lot of ways that we can um, 
help facilitate entertainment or activity for our kids, mm-hmm. right? We could sign them up for summer camps. We could get them involved in in the band or in, you know, kids' praise team or something. Or we could drop them off for a library program. You know, there. I don't know. What are some of the things that you've taken your kids to go do? Well, you know, as you were talking, it wasn't something that I did with my kids, but it was something my mom did with me. Um, me and my brother... I guess we were just running around and needed to be guided to do something more constructive or or less destructive. (laughs) Can you just see a little bit, like right now in my head? Watching a little me running around. A little Ben running around the house, chased by his brother, or maybe it's vice versa. And their mom's just shaking her head like, I've got to put these boys to work. you remember those, I don't know if you ever had these books, like, you will know it is time to turn the page when you hear... Ring, oh, or, you I know, remember whatever. that, yeah. So, of course, again, my mom being a teacher, um, we were in the kitchen one time, and she pulled out, like, I don't know, five or ten pots and pans and lids and stuff and some wooden spoons. And she said, okay, now when I tell you, I need you, when I point to you, I need you to beat on those pots and pans. And so she was cooking, and while she was cooking, she was telling a story. And so she'd start the beginning of the story, right. and then she'd point. And then we'd go, you know, beat the pots, and she's like, don't make a noise with your mouth, only with the pots and pans. Right. Well, the whole time she was recording it, so, and this were on the cassettes or whatever, so we could listen to it later. Little did I know that she just wanted to cook without being asked questions all the time. So she came <laughs> up with this so that we would just sit there. <laughs> right, and be like wrapped yeah. attention on her every and word. And then we could listen to ourselves on the cassette nice. and, you know. That's a smart, that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I know in, in my house, oftentimes, my children are asking me to do this or do that, and and I love playing with my kids, right? I love sometimes getting down and, and doing the Lego thing with them or coloring with them. But there are just some times where my mind is not in kid play mode. Mm-hmm. Either, you know, either I've got something that's weighing on me or dinner needs attention, something in the house needs attention. I can't take a break for just, you know, for a 30-minute play session. Mm-hmm. And, and while it, it does bring me some guilt, like, oh, I can't just, like, roll around on the floor with my kid. At the same time, there are times where it's somewhat annoying, to be honest. You know, you feel like, gosh, all you ever want to do is, you know, let's do this, let's do this, let's mm-hmm. do that. And I'm like, you need to go find your own form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Well, I am happy to report that the world of psychology is behind me in this. <laughs> so we don't have to be the entertainers for mm-hmm. our kids. Um, that's that's the good news. It's great to have all these options that we can present them mm-hmm. or facilitate activities that they can, you know, learn new skills, drumming or reading or painting or singing or whatever. But then it's important to step back and mm-hmm. let them explore those those activities on their own without mm-hmm. our interaction, mm-hmm. without our involvement and without our presence, in fact. So... Yeah, I agree with that because in, in adult life, there's not going to always be someone there to facilitate an activity, you know, it, it will come to a point where we have to self-soothe for lack of a better, <laughs> better word. We need to come up with some things and that's good. You know, after my mom did that with the uh, cassette recorder, um, of course we eventually got bored of that book, but we took the cassette mm-hmm. recorder and uh-huh. we did our own little like weather forecast and this, that uh, commercials and yeah, stuff right. like that. So that was and that, it was fun. Mm-hmm. That is fun. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. 
So there's a thing called constructive boredom, Mm -hmm. okay? And this is like a way that boredom can actually stimulate creativity. And um, the psychologists are saying that bored kids eventually turn, will eventually turn to a book or they'll build a fort or they'll pull out paints or, you know, jump on the computer if you allow that. And they will create out of nothing. So one time I got in so much trouble, (laughs) I didn't get grounded my dad took fun away from me. Whoa. He said, you can't have fun for two weeks. <laughs> how did that ever go down? I know. Like, like how on earth do you, how on earth do you enforce hey, uh, 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 that? Stop. You're way too much fun. Yeah. So like he was, he was working in the garage and I had like two pieces of metal that I was just like, you know, in my head, I turned them into into characters or little action figures, yeah. and I, as I'm playing with these two pieces of metal, he he he, <laughs> he says from across the garage, "You look like you're having fun." <laughs> <laughs> and I put them down. Oh no! <laughs> now, do you think he was trying to make a point, though? He was. Yeah, yeah. He was that there are consequences to your actions. Right. Right. Um, and I'm okay. I, I turned out fine. <laughs> you turned out fine. <laughs> I love Jesus, and yep. we're happy with the way you turned out. Absolutely, Thank you. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And so you're parents, allowed to have fun now. Take the fun away from your children. Yeah, <laughs> that's but how see, you can entertain. Yeah, them. even in that. I mean, you know, then then you're just looking for a way to like, you know. Well, I'm gonna, you know, you're you're still trying to find something to do, something to entertain your mind, make yourself, you know, make your mind busy. I was so. at the post office this morning, and a kid had. He had uh, a f- uh, two of the two clothespins, uh-huh. and he was he had them up on the table like while his mom was getting the package out, and he was like you know playing with them like they were toys. It was did whatever he had in his hands, mm-hmm. they're toys now. Nice because he didn't have any toys available. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Let's see. See, you don't need toys and you don't need fun. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, f- I feel like there's too much of a push towards. I wanted to say this a few minutes ago. Um, towards things that cost money Mm. like as an adult it's like my wife and i want to go out and and do something Mm -hmm. but everything that we have stuck in our heads is okay well if you want to go to the movies you Mm -hmm. have to pay for that Mm -hmm. right let's go bowling you got to pay for that Mm -hmm. and there are so many things that don't cost anything and i feel like that's what we should teach our kids Mm -hmm. that your entertainment shouldn't be based on things that you need to go buy or purchase. Mm-hmm. Give your kid a pad of paper, and mm-hmm. and if they can find joy in that, you're you're spending two bucks every couple months buying new paper yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. No, you're um, right. Or you're with, right. Like for me with the drums, once I got my drum set, yeah, I have my activity. Mm-hmm. Right. What I put into it is what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And if you can put those things, and I feel like that's a parenting tactic. I'm not a parent yet, mm-hmm. but to give your kids, put things around them mm-hmm. and see what sticks. Yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly right. And so there was this article on, um, on a psychology website that I found that had four tips for, mm-hmm. like you said, tactics. Okay. So check this out. They say, create a list of things to do, right? So that there's always this kind of hovering Choice. list of options. Mm-hmm. They can just go mm-hmm. grab, you know, sit down with the child brainstorm all the things that they do enjoy doing, that they know they enjoy doing now, and then base some activities around those. Um, And they can be anything from playing cards and reading books to going for bike rides, but then have that list at hand or accessible to them so they can just pull from it 
when they're feeling quote unquote bored or they're complaining that they're bored. Have a designated play area designed specifically for your kids. So this is like the play environment. This mm-hmm. is a creative environment, a place where the rules don't necessarily always apply. You know, this is the place where they can cut wild and explore those emotions and those things. Um, and when they get bored, they can head to that space and know that it's, you know, freedom. It's, you know, they're never, never land, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, periodically structure some unstructured time. So we talked earlier about actually filling kids' time with specific activities. Mm-hmm. Well, schedule time for nothing. Mm-hmm. I can remember years ago on the air, we did a... Um, what we called a do nothing night. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the best promotions we have ever run. It was I incredible. Know. And and we heard from people, I was so thankful that you did the do nothing night. That yes. you told us that it was okay to unplug, to sit with our family and pl- play a board yeah. game, to turn off the music, turn off the TV, well, turn, and not go anywhere. And what was funny too is they're like, can we do another one? Yeah. He's like, guess what? You can ch- choose <laughs> whenever you, you want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really was something. Yeah. But, but even we found ourselves saying, wow, um, we don't schedule, mm-hmm. you know, downtime. Yeah, I so, mean the, I mean the seventh day. That's right, man. <laughs> yeah. God, God scheduled downtime. We should all have our own downtime. That's absolutely yeah. right. But instead, we fill it with. All right, we need to go to this place and that mm-hmm. place, and yep. You know what's interesting too is we can be caught in. You said something about guilt earlier. I think we can be caught in a guilt trap. Like, are we doing everything we can for our kids? You know, we want to make sure they're well-rounded, and we want to make sure they enjoy life, and we mm. want to make sure they have a relationship with God. And, you know, that's a lot of pressure sometimes to put on yourself, and I mm. think it doesn't have to be that much pressure. Mm. And if I can remember that more, I'm just like, it's okay. You know, you you have some activities, and then, like you're saying, have some downtime, and that's honestly teaching them some things that they'll need for life, too. I think you're right. So then the final recommendation, encourage outdoor play, especially in a nature setting. Um, Not all of us are surrounded by nature. Mark, you had woods to play in when you were a kid. I did Mm -hmm. too. That was great. Some kids are in, you know, they're in the city. That's where they're bound. And um, it's important to get out. It's important to go to the park. It's important to try to find a place where you can... um, you know, I I see a lot of God's uh, handiwork in nature mm-hmm. and in creation, mm-hmm. and so if you have uh, the ability to go experience, you know, a river flowing mm-hmm. or a mountain or a you know or even just a simple park in your city, mm-hmm. something like that, get to the nature areas and uh, and make sure that they're safe. But but check them out and uh, and take your kids there too. So. In all of this, if you know, if we had one big recommendation for parents walking away from the idea that um, entertaining your kids, it's not your responsibility, mm-hmm. and it it shouldn't, like you say, be another weight around your your neck. That's mm-hmm. uh, something that you need to be concerned with. But hopefully, we've given you some tips and some tactics that you can use to build out some. Mm, supports mm-hmm. in letting your kids go free and yeah. explore their own mm-hmm. boredom um, you know with with options yeah boredom doesn't have to be a bad word <laughs> no <laughs> absolutely what's that phrase the uh, innovation is the necessity. Oh, necessity is the mother of all invention yeah mm-hmm. and when you don't give kids an opportunity to be a little bored mm-hmm. like the, yeah. they're gonna find their favorite thing because you gave them time. The reason I play drums is because I was bored and I went into my brother's room 
because my brother has cool, my older brother has cooler things. <laughs> and I found a DVD uh, that was the making of a, a record. It was a rock band making their album. Awesome. I watched that video, fell in love when I saw the drummer part. Right. And here you are, years later. And here and I am, like 15 years later. Right. Mm-hmm. And all because I was bored. You were bored. Exactly. That's and cool. actually, that, re- that DVD is what got me into audio. So it's awesome. also the reason I'm on the radio and on yep. this podcast yep. running the soundboard. That is sweet. Like, That's a really cool straight connection. Straight out of boredom. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, listen, don't let us bore you anymore with all of this talk. Head out, explore, do something with your time that's uh, both creative and enjoy enjoyable for you. And when you're watching your kids, you know, roll around on the floor, kicking and screaming that they're bored, hopefully some of these tips can come to mind. Be sure to download the Bridge mobile app to get the latest podcast episode. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend, provide feedback, and suggest other show topics when you email us at podcast at 887thebridge.com and you can get complete show notes on our website at 887thebridge.com. 